It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Divas That Care. My name is Candice Gish. A huge happy new year to each and every one of you. This is my very first show of 2023, and I am beyond excited to have my amazing friend from Brazil, Adriana Gavazzani, and I'm so excited because she's going to be sharing some amazing things with all of you guys today. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas I Care, a huge welcome. We are now in our 13th season. I can't believe it. We've been doing this for 13 years. We have so many amazing hosts, and we have guests from around the world, and we're just so excited. We're so blessed. And it is great because we are able to collaborate and listen to extraordinary stories of people that inspire and empower us to do amazing things. So we're so glad that you've joined us today. And if you've been with us for a while, thank you so much for being such a big supporter of ours. All right, let's get going. Adriana, I am so excited to have you back. Hello, Kendon. Same here. Thanks for having me again. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And Happy New Year. <laughs> I can't wait. And I'm so happy that you're my guest, my first guest of this year. So, Adriana, would you mind reintroducing yourself to our listeners today? Sure. Uh, my name is Adriana Gavazzoni. I'm from Brazil. I was born and raised in Brazil. I'm a writer and I've been a lawyer for 32 years now. And an active defensor of human rights. And I just love the idea of the show because it helps us women to be together and to support each other. And I think we need that more than ever, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we do. Well, I'm excited. So the last time you were on our program, we talked about some of your amazing books that you have out there. I just want to kind of touch on that quickly for our new listeners. Can you um, give us a quick rundown of all these amazing books that you've wrote? Yes, I have a, a trilogy called Hidden Motives. Uh, the three books are Psychological uh, and Erotic Thrillers. Uh, and I have a second series called uh, Where the Road Goes. Uh, it has two books already. I'm writing a third one. And it's all about thriller, mystery, and espionage. And there's so much fun. And those are the kind of books we enjoy reading. We can kind of just leave our lives and really embrace them and just, you know, have fun. Just to have fun. I love to read pretty much everything. I hate travel. Uh, so I love mystery, I love thrillers, mm-hmm. I love a good romance, a good novel, but uh, I really can't enjoy uh, terror. Terror is too much for me. Yeah. 
No, I completely understand that. And I want to ask you, you know, you had mentioned that you are a lawyer and you're now you're an author. You know, why did you decide to dive into becoming an author at the same time? Was there something that really caught your attention and or is this a way to kind of escape from real life? Uh, I don't know because I write since I was a kid. I've never published uh, before my first novel in 2016, but I always write it for my pleasure to escape reality and also to give a voice for my huge imagination. I have attention deficits with hyperactivity, so I have this mind that is always thinking, imagining, and I think one way to keep my mind in peace and uh, um, to organize my thoughts, it's writing. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's great. It's it's a it's a wonderful. I would say it's a, a wonderful modality to have is be able just to write things out, and I think it's it's therapeutic in so many ways. Yes, I, I really enjoy the process of writing. I really dive into the creative process in a way. It's hard for me to come back to reality after some time uh, <laughs> writing. So uh, we can say it's escape from the real world. Yes, it is, but it's so <laughs> pleasurable. <laughs> I love that. So tell me, what have you been doing in the last, oh my goodness, has it been eight months since you were on the show here? Um, what kind of things have you been up to? Uh, I'm finished a fourth book for my my trilogy. Uh, that's not going to be a trilogy anymore. I'm writing a third book for the new series, and I'm also writing another novel about a, a huge case I'm working as a lawyer. So uh, that's one I don't know when I'm going to publish. I need to receive an award first in order to not disrupt uh, the case. But one day I intend to publish uh the real side of how tough it is to be uh, an entrepreneur in Brazil fighting against multinationals and about the corruption on the judiciary Brazilian system. And uh, I think it's not an isolated case. Uh, it's not just Brazil that that has this kind of problems, but in Brazil, it's a, a, a normal problem we lawyers have to face whenever our enemies or the, the, the other parts are rich companies and uh, internationally famous. Wow! So you're going to be writing you're going to be writing the book on what it's like being a lawyer then in Brazil. Yes, uh, I'm going to tell the real story of the backstage of a 30 process to try to get one's rights in Brazil. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. When do you think that book is going to be finished and out in the, so people can read it? It's almost done. I depend on having an award, uh, and I'm going to publish after the, the award because I think if I do before, I don't know. Uh, I will not know the end, <laughs> so I can tell the end to my readers, yep. and they can also disrupt uh, the procedure. So 
I, I have to wait. I don't know. I, I think this year we are going to have an award. All right. Well, when this is, book is done, we definitely have to have you back on the program because I would love to share with all of our listeners globally on what it's all about and how they can go and get it. So I think that's really going to be important. Yes, I will be back. Promise to you, Candace. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> no, that would be great. So, Adriana, what kind of things do you like to do for fun? Because you've got a really busy lifestyle. How do you are you able to balance everything? What do you do for fun to, that makes it so that it's easier, I guess you could say? Oh, I love to dance, and I'm a tango dancer. So twice a week at least I dance the tango, and I love that. It really makes me relax, makes me feel happy. Another thing that I love to do is cook for my friends, to gather friends around the table, to serve them some food, some wine, to share life with them. Yeah, uh, it's a pleasure. I try to do that every every fifteen days, so oh, nice. uh, we can we can relax and we can talk about life, discuss politics, discuss everything, and and have fun. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm gonna gonna let you know. I I did see uh, a a video of you dancing, and I thought, oh my gosh, she is doing amazing. I saw you doing the tango, and I thought. That is such an inspiring thing, and I'm like, that's going to be on my bucket list for <laughs> doing something like that because I love to dance. I used to dance when I was younger, and I haven't done it in years, and I thought, wouldn't that be fun to be able to do the tango? And I just, I, that was so inspiring for me. And you know what? That, I love it that you get together with your friends because I think that we don't do that as much as we used to in the past, and I really think that it's something that, you know, we need to embrace again. That's that We need those relationships, and we need to be able to connect one-on-one face-to-face instead of, you know, over a phone or over Zoom. It's it's so important to have those connections. So I think it's amazing that you're doing it, and I, I hope that when our listeners hear this that they'll be inspired to, you know, perhaps re-engage with their friends around them also and do the same thing. Yeah, I think you are, you are right because technology – just made the world so cold. I was talking to some friends the other day. We we are not polite anymore. We talked uh, through this this apps like WhatsApp, like Messenger, sending messages. We did not say goodbye or hello. Sometimes we just send mm-hmm. messages. We wait for the reply and it's over. It's too it's cold over. to unpolite. And when you have your friend near you, it's always a time to learn. Uh, I'm a good observer. I love to observe people, their behavior. I learn a lot. Like I'm so inspired about people in real life. So to have people around us, uh, it's to be in, in connection with real life and not just apps and coding mails and things like that. Yeah, I agree. I I grew up in in a time where, you know, we my 
my parents had their friends around all the time and I was so used to that you know they would even bring their kids around and we would all just hang out and you know we didn't go to the same schools and we didn't do the same things but it was it was like that connection and to this day we still have those friendships that we had years ago and it was because we were we had those connections and we were able to to build those friendships and I and I think you're right it's like it's very cold and I had a conversation with a girlfriend of mine the other day and she we were saying that yeah we're going to start really focusing on connecting over the phone you know just picking up the phone again and just talking and then if they're not there leave a message instead of you know messaging somebody say are you around to talk let's just pick up the phone because you never know and sometimes people need that I think that mental health and everything has really um, exploded because we don't have those one-on-one connections anymore. We're kind of by ourselves and we're lonely. I, I really believe that our society has become very lonely. Yes, and we used to have those amazing friends who were our support in time we need. And we were support for those friends in a, a wonderful connection that we didn't have to go to shrinks that much. We just need to pick up the phone, talk to our friend, yeah. cry a little bit, laugh a little bit about our stupidities, and that was uh, that was okay. But now, as everybody is distant, everybody is so detached from real world, from this human contact, from a hug, we are needing more and more drugs and the shrinks and psychiatrists. Yep. I, I, I think what the world really needs uh, is more friendship. So I, I agree. try to connect. I'm always open to make a new friend. I'm always talking to people wherever I go, trying to understand what they are feeling, what they are doing. I love to listen because the world turned into a world where everybody wants to talk and nobody wants to listen. And yeah. it's complex because people need a good ear sometimes. Yes, they definitely do. They they need to be surrounded with like-minded individuals, but people that will care for you. And I love that. I, I like. I, you know what? I think that that's what my year is going to be in 2023 is to really have those conversations to hopefully inspire people to reconnect. Uh, the last couple of years have been very challenging for a lot of people. I think on a honestly on a global scale and I, I hope that we can inspire others to really connect like you're doing go back and and visit one another have those dinners have those coffee dates being able to you know pick up the phone hi how are you doing and and just reconnect all over again yes uh, people nowadays are only concerned about working nets working relationships um, and I think if you have more human connections, uh, everything would be easier for your work, for your life, uh, for everything. Um, friendship is the best connection we can have in the world. Yes, it is. So tell me, Adriana, what are your big plans for 2023? Do you have anything that you want to focus on? Do you have any goals? Do you have, what do you have? What can you share with us? Many, many, many girls. I'm going to release two new novels. 
I think one is going to be ready around April, the other one I think around October. I'm working to turn my first novel onto a, a movie. So I'm working on that project. It's my biggest goal, my biggest dream. And you know, I always follow my dreams. So this year, I'm really working on that, on that project. Uh, I'm working with the help of some friends abroad and I hope uh, I can make that dream come true. Maybe I'm going to be be, be back to your show to tell, oh, my God, <laughs> Tennessee, you're going to see my novels on the big screen, and it's going to be soon. <laughs> many, yeah, many, many plans. I would like to go back to painting. I didn't have time last year, and I intend to dance more the tango. I did a show my first public show of tango in December. So it was fun. I love it. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm so excited for you. This is going to be such a great year. I just always feel when I this year happened and there's been so many great things already, I said to people, I said, I have a feeling it's going to be an amazing year. There's going to be there's so many possibilities, and I really think people are coming together, and they want to connect. And as I said, they want to collaborate, and they want to do so many things. And I, I think the creativity is really going to come out this year for so many people. Yes, I, I hope so. I hope so. We we had um, some tough years that we did. The pandemia with all the problems after that because when it was over, we had to deal with economic problems, healthy mm -hmm. problems, uh, the loss of, of people that were dear to us. So it was, I don't know what was worse, if the, the pandemia or the after it. And now I hope the world can go back to normality, at least a kind of normality uh, that uh, reflects more 10 years ago than the last years when yeah, we, could, uh, we, we could understand um, fraternity, sorority, and friendship are going to make the difference to survive in this world. Because oh, uh, yeah. we saw that we saw that during the pandemia, we saw people helping people, uh, people concerned about others, others' life and health, people trying to help each other. I would like to keep that from from that lesson. Every every difficulty we have in life is just another lesson the universe gave to us. So if you could. Keep that. It would be a, a wonderful thing. Yeah, I agree. Well, this has been great. Adriana, how can our listeners, I want to make sure that they can get a hold of you. How can they find you on social media so they can check out what you're doing, but also to check out your book? Well, I have my website. It's agavazzoni.com. I'm on Facebook. Altare.gavazzoni. I'm on Twitter, A uh, underline Gavazzoni. Same, uh, same thing for Instagram, A underline Gavazzoni. 
And I answer my emails, Adriana at adrianagavazzoni.com. Uh, so it's easy to find me. It's really easy. My books <laughs> are on Amazon.com, uh, all around the world. Uh, they are, you can also find in Portuguese and English. And this year, I think we are going to have the translation for French also. So it's easy to find. Oh, I love that. That is wonderful. And Adriana, can I ask you, do you have any last minute, like maybe some tips or tools, things that you can share with our listeners today? Um, tips for for writers or in general? general? Anything that you can use to inspire people today? Uh, I I have one motto in life, uh, Cameron. I never give up. So I think if people have a goal, have a dream, uh, they need to go to the end of the world to accomplish it. So never give up on your dreams. Never give up if you want to be a writer, a speed racer, driver, to go to the moon in a mission. I don't know what's your dream, but never give up. Uh, if you give up, uh, the feeling of frustration, uh, it, you can use as an excuse, oh, I didn't do my best, so I didn't got it. But you are also have that feeling of being frustrated yeah. for not following your dreams. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time today to be my amazing guest. I love having you on the program, Adriana, and I can't wait to have you back. Thank you very much for having me, Kenneth. It's always a pleasure to connect with you. I feel like uh, calling uh, a good friend to have some pleasurable time with her. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Well, thank you so much, and I can't wait to have you back on. We're going to do some great things this year together, you and I. Wrote for my film. Yes. And I want to do a huge thank you to all of our amazing listeners also. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you can go and check out Adriana. I'm going to be posting all our social media attached to this link of our program. Please like, share, comment, you know, support her in any way that you can. And also, please check out all of our other hosts on the Divas That Care Network and all of their amazing guests. You know, last year we had some fantastic shows. Uh, We record everything. Uh, We put them up on all different platforms, actually all over, which is really cool. So we've really expanded in that aspect. So please check them out, like them, share them. And you know what, everybody, I hope that you all have a fantastic day. And remember to please do something kind. The world really needs it, and it's It's such a wonderful thing when you can do something like that. So thank you again, Adriana. Thank you to all of our amazing guests, and happy 2023. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.